Welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley. This podcast is for high achievers, visionaries, creatives, coaches, and consultants. Because the key, the key, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. You see, I know you are here creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you and it occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in business, your performance, and potentially in relationships. I'm known with my clients for being their loudest cheerleader. I often believe in them even before they do so themselves. And yet you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as you create your ultimate legacy. This podcast is called Wielding Legacy because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. Welcome friends. And today on Wielding Legacy, we have insights and a slightly esoterical discussion on areas such as limiting beliefs and narratives. Those things which may be impacting your legacy creation. And this is from a man who knows. He has firsthand experience just what it's like to stop and release those behaviors that are impacting your legacy. He is a multidimensional entrepreneur. He's a head of marketing and a qualified and experienced advanced breath coach and an all-round inspirational person, Elliot House. We're just, just throughout life, throughout living, day-to-day, um, going to school, being raised, being part of a culture, we, we are conditioned, we are kind of knocked into a shape that we, we, we almost have no control over it, right? So then, so what, so what I mean is you're, you're coded into certain reactions, you're, you're, you're coded into to certain ideologies and things like this. The, the, the freedom, the liberation, the ability to choose requires you to be able to just let go, even of the things that you think is, is the way forward. Even if, even if you say, right, my, uh, my future is conditional upon having at least this one thing, right? As soon as you're attached to it, then, then you are no longer free to choose, right? You've, you've just basically attached yourself to something else. You are not going to want to miss this conversation with so many juicy insights from different modalities, such as coaching, yoga, Buddhism, energy work, and breath work on how to keep those legacy narratives from our past, just how much they can impact our future if we choose to let them. It is my delight and pleasure. I feel like I even want to take a breath before I start to welcome Elliot to the podcast today for what I'm sure is going to be an enlightening conversation because Elliot, it normally is when when we're together. So welcome to Wielding Legacy. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm going to dive in with the first question that we ask all guests in season two. What does legacy mean to you? Mm. Yeah, and I love uh, I love being tasked with uh, with defining something that really could you you could extract kind of what it, you know a lot of different stuff from this word. So I, uh, I first of all I admire it as a leading question. All right. And it's not a word that I've I've used much in uh, in kind of my own work and my own. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I guess philosophy, right, the, the, the way I'm living my life. But actually, when I was picking it apart, because you sent this through as a, as, a, as a heads up, there's a lot of juice to it. So. Where I've landed. With legacy, is it really being your your vessel? 
your 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 metaphorical car right i really don't want to <laughs> i don't want to make this sound like i'm taking a materialistic edge right this is definitely a metaphor but it's it's the car that you end up with you know that you can you can you can pull up and go right that was the vessel that transported me through life right and were you in the front seat of it were you driving were you choosing where it was going were you looking after it were you keeping it clean where you are keeping it refueled, keeping it um, re-oiled and everything like this, or is it broken down on the side of the M20 and, uh, and, you, and you sat there waiting for a recovery vehicle, you know? The, um, the legacy is, is, is really your life's work. Um, and um, and, and you, almost regardless of, of, of whether you're proud of it or not, or whether you're working hard for it or not, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of what you have to show for it. Um, so my biggest thing really is, is it, is it doing what it needs to be doing? You know, is it, uh, is it truly authentic is, uh, is, is, is a good word. Are you driving your own car? Are you in the front seat or are you in the back seat of someone else's? Are you, you know, all of these things. So, um, yeah, that's the metaphor I was playing with. And I, I, I yeah, I, can't I like it. it. I think it's the first time one of our guests on season two has actually used a metaphor like that, uh, which I think it makes it really digestible for people to think about legacy on those terms. I got to know from the coach of me is going to go straight in there with. So, how would you describe your legacy right now, Elliot? Then, if it mm-hmm. was your car metaphor, where would where do you think your legacy is? Are you driving, or is it in charge, or what's going on with your legacy creation? Oh yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's a great question. It's perfect because, really, I guess this is where I've been formulating this this yeah this kind of answer and this kind of um, well yeah this this this, this, this whole analogy has come from 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 where I'm at. Um, and I feel like my example is probably a real good one of, uh, of what a lot of people are experiencing, you know, putting a hell of a lot of time in uh, making sure someone else's car is running. You know, you're, you're sat in the backseat, maybe doing a little bit of backseat driving, like, oh, I think we should go over there or, um, you know, I think we should do this. You know, obviously, if you take this out of the analogy, we don't have to continually. Exist. I know, we, we might hammer this to death. <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, actually going, is this what I'm going to be doing? Is, is this, is this my thing? So, so currently where, where am I at? Um, if I'm honest, probably, probably spreading energy and spreading, uh, spreading work kind of too thin across too many different things. I mean, we, we already kind of had a laugh before you hit record when you said, uh, can you, um, you know, give me the headline, you know, what, what, what do we say? What's your title? And I went, well, I'm, I'm this for them. I'm this for them. And I'm this for this. Um, so it becomes a bit of a list and, and really that's, am I, uh, probably in the, the passenger seat in one vehicle, the back seat of another vehicle. And then my own vehicle is, is, is sat beautifully polished waiting to be driven in the garage. Um, so, so that's, um, that's a really interesting answer because Elliot, I think my listeners could resonate with that. People who may have their own, uh, they have a career right now. They might have a side business as well. They've got side interests, and they are in different parts as such. If we go back to the metaphor, in different parts of the vehicle, and they they almost might be aware that they're not where they want to be in building their legacy, but actually that's just their current circumstances as they get to kind of their next up level in legacy creation. This is just where they are right now. Mm. Totally, and 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 I think I think I think that 
I mean, it all totally makes sense. It's so much easier to be a passenger, right? It's, um, it's, so, much, it's so much easier to go along for the ride. The difficulty is getting out the car and, uh, and, and kind of having, having the courage to, 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 do, to do what you need to do, which is why I think I like the analogy so much, right? Because I started it going, it's the car you end up in. So, it, you know, at the end of your career, at the end of your life, the, the, you know, can you look back and, and be proud of what you achieved? Um, it's going to be a lot harder to be proud of what was someone else's achievement. Um, you know, I think, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to get, want to, want to bring any spirituality into this conversation, but why not? I think, I think, you, I, th- I think if you're feeling called cool to bring it in, bring it in. Well, it's, it's, it's coming in then. All right. So, <laughs> so I mean, p- purpose really, it, it comes down to purpose and, and I think, uh, I mean, the yogis call it Dharma, Buddhists call it Dharma. Um, and, uh, and really, this is your, yeah, your truest, your truest purpose in, in, in this life. And, um, and, it, and it's work. It's always work. You know, it's, almost, it's always uh, like service. It's always it's giving something. Um, but really, the, the, the point is that when you're giving the thing that you're supposed to be giving, doesn't feel like work you know it's 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 joyous you know it's uh, it's easy so if you're driving the car you're supposed to be driving it might be really painful to 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 move into it and to initiate it but once 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 you're in the place you're meant to be doing in the place you're meant to be in the car you're meant to be driving and all of these things it's 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 pleasant it's what you're supposed to be doing it's fulfilling that's 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 really that's really the word so Currently in the process, Laura, of, uh, of of doing exactly that. My my, my car is fully fueled up. Um, I've got the uh, the yeah we've we've got the uh, the sat nav all set up. We're we're, we're ready to roll. Um, but um, yeah, responsibility and um, and just just helping keeping others' cars running as well. You know, is it's all part of it. But I knew this conversation with you, Elliot, would be so juicy with so many different things that people can pick up on. So for any listener right now who's resonating with what Elliot's just said of actually, I know I'm not in the right car. Or I know actually from you saying that, that I'm in the back seat of the car. And I, I, we all use different language. So don't get tied up in the language that Elliot or I might be using or you might be using. I often call it alignment. So when you're in alignment with your purpose and alignment with your legacy, it does feel more in flow, which is, again, very kind of yogic in terms of you're in a flow state. Um, and we use that in high performance and with athletes, when you're in flow, it doesn't feel so much hard work. However, to get in flow state and to get into alignment normally does take a huge amount of work because there's a lot of saying no to certain things. There's a lot of moving. Mm. What I want to ask you, Elliot, is has, have you always been in the vehicle waiting in the right vehicle? Is this always been your trajectory or has this been something else? Or did you know from a young age, this is your trajectory that you were, that your purpose was to do breathe work and yoga and have these philosophical conversations, which are amazing. How <laughs> many times you and I will just bump into each other and, and, and get into one of these conversations. Was that always your vehicle you were in? No. And I, and I, I don't believe a, I don't believe it's uh, it's 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 a good thing to 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 have your your, your purpose so so early on anyway. But but we'll we'll come to that, and that's purely for practical reasons of what you learn along the way, right? <laughs> but uh, but B, I, I I'm not even sure it's possible. I I don't think, or or maybe you would just be an incredibly lucky person to 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 early on from a young age, or 
you know, just know what you have to do and just, 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 just get on with it. Right. I think these things uncover themselves, you know, we're just, just throughout life, throughout living day to day, um, going to school, being raised, being part of a culture, we, we are conditioned. We are kind of knocked into a shape that we, we, we almost have no control over it. Right. So then, so what, so what I mean is you're, you're coded into certain reactions. You're, you're, you're coded into to certain ideologies and things like this. You know, a, a good example is, is the finish school, go to uni, uh, get a nine to five job, get a mortgage, have 1.5 children, get a nice car, you know, do all, all of these things. But all of this stuff is just, that is just the cultural baggage that you're being given, right, on, on, on your journey out the door, right? Good to remember, uh, there, there's not a single conversation that I, uh, of, of this level where we're diving into things where, where I don't like to remind whoever it is I'm talking to and myself, that life is an insane cosmic experience. Not, not a single person in existence knows really what's going on, right? So it's, um, it's this constant thing of we are, we are set off on our way. And if we're not careful, we'll go on autopilot and we'll be gathering all this baggage without really considering what's, what, what we'll be being loaded up with. And, uh, and then what we're going to be expected or expected, we're going to just trundle along, right? Unless you start shedding that baggage, finding a way to let go and then go, right, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Where is the actual journey here? What am I taking with me? You know, do I need to take this nine to five with me? Do I need to take the, the, the idea of marriage with me or this, you know, any of these things? I mean, you're actually a great example. I think if I was talking to anyone else, I would probably use you guys as, as an example. Um, do, do you need to take a house? Do you need to own but exactly. a home? But what a piece of baggage to put down, right? You know, that, well, that it's, 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 it's a great it's example. Everything that comes with it. So one of the things that happens when you become, and our time at the moment is we're using, when I say, ah, oh, by the way, if you're new to the podcast, when I say, ah, oh, I talk about Mr. P, who is my husband. And I've, you know, just, we've just celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary. You know, we've known each other since we were two. Yeah. Um, so, but he is my husband. He's my business partner. He's my best friend. He's my soulmate. And I do believe in soulmates. I know not, not everyone does, but I truly do. What we did when we consciously decided to become consciously homeless, that's the term we're using, consciously homeless. Um, it's not that we couldn't afford it, <laughs> none of that at all. But we just decided to put down that, that of wanting to own a home. But it was so much more. And our life now, we travel in a car with a roof box and our cat. And everything that we own fits into that. So I only have four or five jumpers with me. I have, we don't have stuff because you don't have stuff. But the grieving process of shedding the stuff that might be in storage and we sold a lot and we just gave furniture away and things like this. The difference of becoming a minimalist just by nature, by design of our life right now, shedding all those things. And it was a grieving process because there was so many memories even tied up with clothes and a piece of furniture and a picture and what picture do you take with you and all this other stuff. It was interesting to put down that baggage and those labels and all those things that you build up when you're in your 40s that you just go, I'm going to put that label down. And I, that's just, it doesn't mean we're never going to pick it up again. You know, we might well do. But for right now, we we don't want that label. This is the salient point, right? Because the, the, the freedom, the liberation, the ability to choose requires you to be able to just let go, even of the things that you think 
is, is the way forward. You, even if even if you say, right, my uh, my future is conditional upon having at least this one thing, right? As soon as you're attached to it, then then you are no longer free to choose, right? You've you've just basically attached yourself to something else, right? So as long as you can always let go, uh, the, the the let go experiment, by the way, it, one that you've just undertaken to to an, an ex absurd extent, really, by um by guy really shedding, I'm, I, I have huge respect for it. It's 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 an incredible one, and it's it's the the, the perfect example of, of of what I'm talking about so regularly, but dropping possessions, dropping the house, dropping uh, all the perceived security of it. And, uh, and, and really that, that, you know, a house, a home base is, is psychologically, it's your, uh, your steady footing, isn't it? It's, it's your fortress. It's your place of safety, especially in a post-pandemic world. You don't have that. You take, you take that and just like, literally it's gone. So then letting go of it, your own foundation becomes your own two feet, right? And that that's that's freedom. That's that's literally freedom. And then it, every, yeah, everything else you've been saying about building this stuff up and choosing. And it's almost like the more you let go, the more you realize you're still holding on to, right? So 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 actually, you know, there's kind of a, a tumble effect. Like my own journey. I mean, is is is. I mean, I, I maintain the student mindset forever, right? Because I I think it's um, absolutely. I think it's a trap to feel like you've ever got to a certain level of wisdom that you no longer have to keep letting go of things, right? But um, or, or or learning things, I should say. Um, there's there's no better, and I'm sure any listeners can. They've probably already been picking apart bits of their past life, and, and not not past life as in spiritually, but as in life up to now at this point in this life. Um, would go, oh yeah, actually, what? Why do I do that? You know, why 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 did I? Why do I live in the place that I currently live? Oh, my parents lived here, you know, or or I came here for uni. Why did I go to uni? Why do you do? Why have you done anything that you've done in your life? Right? There's 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 always a cause and effect for it, right? What I really like, and I use the yogic terminology as, as well. That this this concept of karma, which most people kind of get a bit confused. It's it's not uh, it's not this weird. Uh, uh, morality level that, that goes up and down it's not it's not points it's literally your uh it, it's your it is your baggage right and, and and your karma is something to slowly strip away you know we don't have to use sanskrit words for it baggage is probably a, a better word but you know i would love to actually know what's the sanskrit terminology because baggage could it just it does feel a heavy word as well it also feels a little masculine to me so i would love to know more from your point of view elliot what's the beautiful sanskrit language around this well, so, so so the Sanskrit really, I mean, karma is is pretty okay. much the word for 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 this this idea of baggage, right? So another another beautiful word, Sanskrit is 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 gorgeous. The the whole idea behind the language is that the the words mean how they sound, right? So it's a vibrational language. It's 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 never a language that um, that <laughs> that the uh, the uh, the ancient Indians, the yogis, ever leaned over their garden fence, and uh, you wouldn't talk in Sanskrit like that. But it was uh, <laughs> it was you know it's it, they're, they're really meant to contain the meaning of the sound. So um, another one is 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 samskara, right? So so the, the the samskara is the idea of this. We have these seeds that are gonna they're gonna blossom into some, they're gonna blossom into something negative unless they're dealt with right i probably used the wrong word blossom there right but but it's more um that that conversation you had with your head of year there who's brought in has planted a samskara for you that then 
basically prevents you from starting your own business. It's like it's like something that takes root and 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 kind of yeah, it's a, it's a contraction. The yogis called it a granthi. I'm basically just giving you <laughs> a lesson in yoga philosophy, really. Um, most of my conversations end up being like this. I'm afraid, <laughs> but 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 then it's it's your job here throughout your life to start peeling this stuff away. And 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 if you don't do it, this tightness, this tenseness will will become something that you really don't want. You know, uh, 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 it will manifest itself physically. I. I I posit that most um, serious diseases, particularly ones that don't have one set, um, one set cure, one set diagnosis, cancer is a good example. I posit that this is this is tension in you. I mean, if you've got if you've got tension, you're unaware of. You know, you can feel it, right? There's there's even your internal organs. Everything's tight. There's a bit of tenseness anywhere. That will eventually manifest itself into something. So this constant letting go process, letting go, letting go, letting go. God, the human race at the moment have absolutely no idea how uptight they are. Like um, nervous systems twisted into knots and wafer thin, and 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 just unable to cope with 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 much stress, much energy on one end, and then unable on the other end to to actually relax and release. Right? It's um, it's 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 crazy. So basically, my life's work is is I now really do feel it to to try and help people sort their nervous systems out you know but there's an interesting thing from energy work and i'd love your take on this and this is something that i actually wrote a piece on a while ago and i got so many people messaging me so in energy work when we do energy work um it's a little bit like we're saying about sanskara in terms of there's a seed that's planted so when we do energy work we talk about cutting ties and i say to, to to people and i wrote this post and i say that i fire everybody in our company including my husband once a month i fire everybody mentally in my head mm. because you you let go to have a better rebirth and many times the idea of this is that we don't consciously decide sometimes do we want that thing in our life or not in our life or in our business or not in our business and by the way they do it to me as well my husband fires me every month as well and people are like, what do you mean you fire each other? Because if you take that as it has to be there, and that becomes an, an unwavering truth, you don't appreciate and let go, and in letting go, let people breathe more. But by cutting energy, what comes back is stronger. It's very much like trimming a plant. When you cut away, that which should come back and is meant to come back will come back stronger. If I, I, I love that idea. I have not, I've not heard that before. As, 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 a, as a phenomena, as a thing, but I, I absolutely love it. And that that is literally you exercising this pulse, Re really engaging with your let go. I mean, I, I, I use this phrase all the time, um, you know, you're strengthening your let go muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's that's really what you're doing with that. And and, and your let go muscles are bristling, by the way, in, in order to turn <laughs> around and say, do you know what? I'm going to see what happens if I let go of my house and my possessions. Awesome. You, you know, and then and then every, everything on a day to day basis, you're choosing firing everyone in the company, but, you know, firing and, and leaving Lee, which, you know, obviously would never do because Lee is the best. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. It gives you the opportunity to keep rechoosing. You're exactly right. If if you think, you know, if 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 in your system, your. Your responsibility is there or your sense of duty or your just sense of. Um, 
uh, I don't know, just it, that's what I mean. But when I say all these cultural cultural bits of coding, you know, I I, I have to stay with, uh, with with my missus because it's the right thing to do. I have to stay here because this is what's expected of me. This is what I'm supposed to do. It's all nonsense, really. If if you if you stri- if you strip it all away and go, well, hang on, why do I believe that? Where, where does this come from? This is the idea of this. This is this is karma. This is just cultures coding in your system. If you're doing exactly what you're doing, you're getting a gold star for, for, for this from the yogic perspective. If you're if you're saying, well, hold on, none of that matters. I, I'm able to let go completely, but I am going to rechoose this for my own authentic reasons. Let, let's let's bring it. Let's bring the word back in. You know, for for for, for my, my legacy requires me to pick this back up. You know, this this is the car I'm driving. I'm 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 happy in this car. Um, then uh, then 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 you're doing the right thing, and your life is going to be exponentially better than one where you're 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 pinged around from uh, from from karma to karma and a bit of baggage to baggage you know unconscious listen let, let's go right now elliot so i want to go to i know i'm cutting you in slightly because i feel like we're getting to some gold here that listeners can really again if you're watching on um youtube you're not getting excited because my hands start talking a lot but that's just me i feel like we're getting to some gold here that listeners can actually go away and implement the second they stop listening to this episode mm-hmm. so we're saying Either go and fire everyone in your life. If you've got a company, you've got a team, go and fire them. Or go through mentally and let go. Or, or I'm going to say, let go of everything in your business and understand, do you want to pick it up again tomorrow? Because there's so many times I know with my clients, when I ask them, why do you do that? Like, why are you charging that? Why are you, how do you have that client? Why are you doing this? There is no other answer apart from because I always have. That is not a strong enough answer. And if you let everyone go, part of the beauty is then you have those questions going, well, why am I? Do I want to pick that client? Again, fire all your clients. By the way, any client listening to the podcast, you, you probably already know this. I fire everybody else as well, clients as well. <laughs> because if I don't feel like a client is actually, I'm being of service to a client, then it's, disrespectful for me to hold on to that client when that relationship has come to fruition Mm. so that's what i'm going to say fire your team if you've got a team go through your life let things go and pick them back up and from your point of view from a body point of view let's talk about breath work and body because i know this is so important to you what happens if someone feels that there is a constriction in their body they've done some of this work now they've let go of things in this constriction what should they do next elliot yeah, look, for, for, I mean, first of all, I would say that there is con- con- constrictions in, in, your, in your body, where, where, whether you think you're, um, you're the cleanest, most, uh, yeah, most, most coexistent um, creature on the planet, you know, I'm one with nature uh, sort of thing. There is still stuff in mm-hmm. you, and I, I will never believe that, that, uh, that, that, that I am uh, I'm clean and flow through. Really, I don't know, until I return to the earth, you know? Um, so it, it's a constant thing. Now, you, you're right as well. The, 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 sort of, the sort of practical things that people could do that you've just described that, that, that you do, I mean, that's powerful. That's really, really powerful. And, uh, and, and, and actually as a mindset, a mindset practical practice to, 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 to get into every day, awesome, great. What my favorite thing is about yoga and breath work um i'm actually this is the most ironic sentence i'm going to have said for a while but my part of my dharma right using a sanskrit word is to actually talk less 
about Sanskrit words and uh, to talk less about uh, yoga and things like this because because it, it puts some people off some people are like, oh, I don't want to do yoga it's not my thing you know it's it's prancing around on mats with uh, with yoga shorts and yoga pants on and but really if you're a human being you 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 should be you should be working into your breath into your nervous system um because you can you can loosen up all this stuff right it's your your constrictions contractions they 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 physically take root you know your nervous system is more important than okay this is my favorite analogy you brush your teeth twice a day and you've got nice clean sparkling teeth you really care about the health of your teeth again we could even say why do you do that what well, you were told at a young age it's 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 perfect it's coded in it's a great example right you put that much work into keeping your teeth nice that's that's great how much work does the average person put into looking after their nervous system mm. most zero right and it's it's completely in your power it's it's life-changing i mean it's it's utterly utterly life-changing it, it you're you're able to hack that you know i talk about the nervous system Let, let's talk more about the practical effects of doing this you know it's not it's not to get stretchy through doing postures it's um i mean it's something you can achieve just through doing breath work the the posture part of yoga actually is just meant to prepare your body for for the full extent of the breath work um it's just obviously the western world and it's uh, in its infinite glory and wisdom just picks apart the bit that it can sell so obviously you can't sell a yoga mat if all you need to do is sit on the floor and do some breath right because you just don't need <laughs> a mat right but the um the, the postures are literally only there to to prime the spine and open up the the, the rib cage and, and 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 make sure that you're effortless in your body because otherwise that's a bit of tension that, that that's going to block you from getting into the real juicy stuff into the into the deep stuff um, which, you know, if you're talking about past lives and, 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 and things like this, you are born with, with karma. You, you come into this world already with constrictions. By the time you're seven, you've accumulated all the crap from the, from the, from the society that you're born into as well. And it just keeps adding up, adding up and adding, adding up until you are either a complete stressed out wreck or you start working into it, which is interestingly why when you said at the beginning, how do you come up? How do you come to your purpose? How do you come to your idea of legacy? How do you uncover yours through bloody hard work through, through stripping back all the crap? Cause otherwise you, you, you never find what's what, what you're meant to be doing. You never find your true purpose. Your true purpose is in there. Everyone has it. It's just how much gunk from society, how much social pressures, how much, you know, all of this stuff is in the way. So stripping all of this stuff away, obviously my, my, my answer is experientially um, use breath work, use yoga. I mean, this, this gets you directly into the nervous system. The results are almost immediate. You know, there's, there's, there's absolutely no um, taking anyone's word for it, you know, which again is my favorite thing. I, I can sit down with someone and 20 minutes later, they're no longer a skeptic. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not asking, I'm not handing you a book and saying, uh, read these verses and, uh, and, and, and believe X, Y, Z. I'm saying, sit down and, 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 and we'll do this stuff. So if right now as a listener, you are, you know, now that there is a piece of baggage, there is some karma you need to put down. You feel like you're ready, do it. If you know that your body is tense, then actually find a breathwork consultant and an amazing expert such as Elliot. Find someone who can help you in those first stages 
before you get to being overwhelmed and burnt out, which we all know those terms from, because it takes work all the time to shed all these things that we've done in our life. You know, I'm over 40. That's, that's four decades of societal bias that I've been around. So you have to be aware of that when you're going to let it know, don't you? just have to decide that actually now, and also you've got to make time for this work. We call it work because it is work. And I, both Elliot and I said work. It's not sat there just for five minutes going, mm, I feel better, I'm off, I'm done, they're good. It, it takes work. It takes sometimes really hard work. I say tears and snot rockets and everything going on as you delve and you shed and you let go of that which you're not actually supposed to take with you on your legacy that isn't your destiny or your legacy to keep with you anymore. Love it. Yeah. So I want to wrap up our episode, Elliot. What's your three non-negotiables as you are building legacy? Mm. All right. Well, uh, totally on topic. And I'm actually going to use my, my three non-negotiables that, that, that I live with. Um, well, it's one non-negotiable, really, that I can, uh, I can split into several. But, but, but really, it's right on topic of what we've just said is the work, right? This, this, stuff, this stuff doesn't do itself, you know? The, the 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 baggage and the autopilot and everything that's negative everything that's preventing you from achieving your 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 goals your dreams your legacy your purpose or anything your dharma um is is coasting you know coasting is the enemy getting in and doing the work even on days where it's the last thing you want to do in the world you know for for, for me i have a i have a set practice um, which is oscillated. It's 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 got bigger. It's got shorter, depending on what's uh, what's what's been required. But the non-negotiables for me that have been life-changing over the last five years. I'm a completely different human being with a completely different trajectory. Um, breath work. I use my my so so breath work and postures is just yoga. Um, I'm doing a lot of uh, of hot and cold training. So it's it's popularized now by Wim Hof. Everyone knows about getting into a nice bath. Again, this is just nervous system stretching stuff. That's that's the idea. You're just mm. you're just building more capacity for life, <laughs> um, for more freedom. It's um, it's really simple and really experiential. But this stuff does not happen unless you do it right. So so the non negotiable is stop making excuses, stop avoiding it, stop kicking the can down the road and start working. It's not going to be any better tomorrow. It's just, just do it today. Just, and, and, and do it every day. Right. This is, this is, this is the thing, um, you know, become an all weather human being, you know, you, you don't, you don't only do the work when you feel good. You know, um, I cringe when people say, um, Oh, I don't fancy the gym or I don't, you know, don't not, not feeling up, up to yoga today. And I'm like, well, that's like saying you're, you're, you're too dirty to have a bath kind of thing. You know, I, I, I really cringe. Do the work every day. That's, that's, that's where I, I focus in on the, on, on the phrase non-negotiable. And, uh, and to be honest, I don't think you need any, any, any more than, than, than the work. Just do the work. Just basically. do the work. I think that's a perfect place to end on. Thank you so much for joining us today, Elliot. Ah, bless you. No, it's been a pleasure. Always is to talk to you, Laura. It has been said that with a big enough lever, you can move the world. I've spent my life figuring out how to use that lever to move my own world. And in doing so, I help extraordinary entrepreneurs do exactly the same for themselves. So I want to offer you a perspective on what gives you the greatest leverage in your life to create wealth, health, and happiness. It's called legacy. 
and the lever to your legacy is within your reach. If you'd love to know more about this, go to laurapainstanley.com forward slash legacy.